Welcome back, everybody. It's me, J-Caps, and you are listening to The World According to J-Caps, another podcast that's in the world that gets put out every week, and, um, you know, nice nice to, uh, to be here with you, everybody. It is December 12th, December 12th, 2022, and uh, we've been doing the show for a, a whole year now. Over a year and a year in like a couple weeks and maybe a year and a maybe a year and a little more. So just if you're tuning in for the first time, which I'd be really surprised if you were. But if you're tuning in for the first time, then you know there's a, a whole year. A whole year of podcasts before this one. So maybe you should go and catch up. Maybe you should go and listen. Listen. I'm gonna come in close to the microphone. In fact, I'm just gonna lower the the volume down. All right. This is for all the new this is for all you new listeners who are tuning in for the first time. You're I'm going to talk about a lot of stuff that you don't know about yet because this is one of those podcasts where every episode like I, I there's clues and there's like a big it's a mystery podcast. And so you have to go back and listen to the whole thing and you're going to find out all of the details and clues. So if you're listening to this for the first time only, if you're only listening to this for the first time, you have to pause the show and you have to listen to all 58 hours before this. And then, because this next part that I'm about to reveal in the after the intro music goes on, and I don't want anybody to get confused. What is it? What am I going to get to? I know. Did you notice that I just forgot to say... This next part, and then I just went over it, that everyone's going to get confused. Well, that's because I don't want to ruin the surprise. Because what this podcast is, the world according to Jacobs, it's a, it's about the surprises, the surprises in life that you don't expect. There's always a turn and a twist. There's always a zig and a zag. Sometimes there's a setup, and sometimes there's a pon- punchline, a punchline, if you will, like a punchline, but a punchline is actually the line that when your stomach gets fat and it starts to overhang and then it begins to create a crease where your fatness is overflowing on your stomach. And that's called the paunch line. And I cannot say for sure whether this episode will have paunch lines or punch lines, but I can tell you this. I can tell you that there will be some surprises in this episode. All right, now I'm going to have to turn out. If you're, if you're a new listener and you're listening this far, then I'm afraid to say you're bad because you were supposed to pause it and go back to the front, go back to the beginning and listen all the way through. But you didn't, which I mean, which is, it was the first test. That was the first test of new listeners to see if you're a rule-following loser. Because one thing we don't like on this show is a bu- if you're following the rules every day, then you know what? You suck. You should be breaking the rules. If somebody tells you to stop the podcast you're listening to go and go and listen to all 58 episodes and you're stupid enough to do that, well, then I'm afraid to tell you that you're a dumbass. But but you new listeners who are still with me right now didn't do that. And everybody else who is an old listener, they were in on the joke. They knew that this was a dumb, that was a dumb thing to say. Because what this podcast really is about 
is me saying dumb things. In fact, I could say that this podcast might be changed. The title of this podcast might be changed. Instead of The World According to J-Caps, could be called Dumb Things with J-Caps. Or, or maybe even uh, Dumb Nonstop Monologue with J-Caps. All of these are good titles for the show. And, um, and who knows? Maybe I'll change them. Maybe I'll change the show name to, to one of those names. We'll see. But in any case, um, big, and this is not even, this is not even for the gimmick, um, but I have to tell you about something. This is so crazy. This is, and, and I have to just get this whole fucking thing up. Uh, and damn it. You know, it's, I'm, by the way, oh, by the way, just to get things started, um, I'm going to go into the next part, but, um. This podcast is brought to you by Google. Do you know about Google? Google is a um, a website. It's actually a podcast. No, it's not. This is a podcast. Google's actually a website. If you've ever heard of searching engines online, if you've ever heard of online search, uh, like looking for things up online, you might have heard a synonymous with Google. The, pro- the 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 company is providing a new um, it's providing a new search engine called Google and it is new updated for 20 what year is it 2016 no it's what's the year is the year is 2022 that's right it's 2022 and Google has now updated their search engines with faster results and more They've added O's. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, when you search on Google, you get, instead of pages, you get O's. So the word Google spelled G-O-O-G-L-E. Now, if you search, let's say, and I'm, we're just going to try it. We're going to try, we're going to go to Google Chrome, which is this, the sponsor of our website is Google Chrome. Um, and we're going to just type into the, the heading bar. We're going to type in um, Yule. What is Yule? I always heard of Yule Log, but what is Yule? And so Google, when you search it up, it tells me that there are over 10 O's of web pages searches about about um, the word Yule. And actually, it turns out that the word Yule is a German festival that was observed by the Germans. Hold on, I'm going to lower this down. I know that's our that that by the way, that's our uh, background uh, commercial music. But the but just to tell everybody about Yule. So Yule I guess was um like a it was like some sort of other like before Christianity that instead of before Christianity, Christmas was actually called Yule. That's stupid. Yule? Oh, Yule Tide. That's cool. Or Yule Fest. So there. Now now you know what Yule is, guys. So now you're smarter because Yule is uh Yule Fest or Yule Tide is the original name for Christmas. Um and I don't know exactly what they used to do, but they probably like I don't know, did some like very German thing, like take a uh, somebody and nail them to a tree or something like that a lot while they were alive. 
that's like probably what they did. But you know, now we have Christmas, which is a lot better than Yule. But in any case, um, so check out uh, check out Google um, and also and now back to the show. Okay. All right, guys. So actually, I do have some news, uh, which is, believe it or not, uh, it's very crazy. Uh, I, I'm I'm ha- I'm having trouble because I'm trying to type it in as I tell it tell it to you. Uh, damn it! And I can't type it correctly. There it is. It was I searched for it. Okay, so yesterday. So yesterday. Uh, okay, this is crazy. Okay. New York City crime. 18-year-old Zaire Crumbly suspected of fatally stabbing 16-year-old girlfriend Sanaya Lawrence in Harlem, says NYPD. Okay, this news story hits pretty close to home because, so, as you know, I teach at a, a school for emotionally disturbed teens. Um, and... The kid who allegedly stabbed his girlfriend in the neck to death yesterday and then just walked out of the building like it was no big deal and now is on the loose. Uh, used to go to the school that I teach at, but I never met him. I He was, I guess, kicked out or stopped going there on his own volition. Um, I always used to see his name like on the uh like the roster like he was still considered an an active student not an active stab, stabber not an active shooter either but an active student at the school but he doesn't go there he didn't go there this year and he didn't go there when I started even though he was like still on the books so um that's pretty wild like the the guy he um he stabbed his girlfriend in the neck and killed her and actually was that was a, a, a killing a fatal fatal stabbing to do that and his girlfriend was uh, only 16 years old which um you know if when you look at it now is actually also statutory rape i think also which so that's two things that he did that was bad um but in any way um he is now um on the loose and he could be anywhere. He could be outside of your building right now. He could be roaming. Like, where are you right now? Are you driving in your car? He could be in the back seat. He could be anywhere. You don't know. The cops don't know where the fuck this kid is. I don't know where this kid is. He. What if he hears this? What if he hears this and comes after me? You know? But, um, but one thing that we do know is that... Uh, let me tell you something. And this is for everybody. Like, if you get into a an argument with your girlfriend, listen, I have a girlfriend of over 10 years, right? And a lot of people tell me, what what's going on with that? Why don't you just get married? What's the deal? Um, and it's awkward. You know, like, what am I supposed to say? Back against the wall. What am I supposed to say to that to that question? I mean, they're they're kind of right. So what is that? What are the implications of that, right? But at no point in that, like when when somebody asks me that, do, do I think Oh, I know how I can get out of this. What if I stab my girlfriend in the neck to death? You know, that type of thing never 
never crosses my mind. And I'm not trying to, and I'm not coming over here to say that like I'm a, like I'm such a good person. Like I don't, like that's, you know, I understand. Listen, every, both men and women, especially in relationships, can be annoying to each other. This is nothing new. If you've ever really been in a relationship, you know that thing, like it's, like once the, uh, once the honeymoon period is over, then you really get to know the other person. And, you know, sometimes people are not, you know, we, we all go through different emotional levels, you know? But I got to say, you got to not, one thing that I, 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 I implore the audience, the listening audience to never do is no matter how bad it gets, no matter how stressful relation relationships can be hard, you know, it takes two. It takes both parties to really uh, make it work. But one thing that you really can't do, and it really it um it looks bad when you do this, is one thing that you can't do is you cannot stab your partner in the neck to death. You can't do it. It's not right. And if you do that, you know what's going to happen, like. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You're gonna go. You're gonna make the news. First of all, not for something good. Don't think that. Let's say you stab your girlfriend in the neck, right? And let's say, then you're thinking, "Oh my goodness, I'm on the news." Not for something good. That's not for something good. That's for something very bad. Um. And uh. And so, you know, I just don't want. Like I'm talking about the story because it hits close to home. Like. Like, isn't it weird that this kid also went to the school that I teach at? But although I never crossed paths with him, thank God. Now, now that I know that he is a stabber, he's a neck stabber. I mean, by the way, this guy, that stabbing a girl in the neck to death, that's going to follow him everywhere he goes. Like, that's something that he'll always be remembered for and not and not a good not in a good way, because like when you do that when you stab somebody in the neck like you can't do and they die from that right you stab them in the neck to death then it doesn't matter if like let's say you're also like a talented crocheter which is by the way crocheting is like knitting but you only need one needle it's like kind of like for making blankets for making like a throw blankets that's what crocheting is and that's a talent I'm not going to condescend to the great crochet artists, but if you're a crocheter, like let's say, I don't know if Zaire Crumbly has a, a, a talent in, um, in crocheting, but nobody's going to care about that. The minute, the minute that you stab a girl in the neck, you, it kind of supersedes anything else about you. I mean, unless you go, the only way you can really realistically um remove the uh the stigma of stabbing a 16-year-old girl in the neck to death is probably like doing a different kind of mur- big time murder or crime that sort of like gets the stank of the first murder off you because you know a lot of times when you're a serial type killer have you ever heard of a type serial killer, like a serial type killer? When you're a serial type killer, you, it's always like about your next kill. So 
it's like a lot of times, remember, do you guys remember the old president who used to be president, Donald Trump? A lot of times Donald Trump would say wild shit all the time. He was like known for saying wild shit. But the thing is, every time he would say some wild shit, people would be like, hey, stop. You just said that wild shit. But then he would already be on to the next saying saying something crazier in a different category. So by the time you were talking about one crazy thing, um, then he was already on to like two other crazy things. So like you could never catch him. And and the stank of the first crazy thing got diluted. So it's it's almost the same thing with like when you stab your girlfriend in the neck, right? It's the same kind of thing, but except instead of it like being um, you know, uh like what like wild rhetoric, it's actually like using mur it's murders, which is and again I don't want to um, minimize the extreme, uh, the extreme violence that uh, that was displayed in this horrible, horrible case uh, that's in the news, and it's only it happened today. It happened uh, like yesterday, and then they reported about it today. So, um, and so this is fresh. Fresh news, what they're what the, as they call it, fresh, fresh off the press news. Um, I don't want to minimize the the gru the gruesome brutality of it. It's brutal and it's gruesome, and I think that like it's brutal and gruesome as well. Like even though some would say that those aren't even words, gruesome, brutal, gruesome, brutal. But like in this moment. I feel like they're also, it's just, when something is out of the, re, like, out of the scope of, of, like, you, you can't even, you know, you're, you're, it's okay to make up some words sometimes, especially, it's okay to make up some words, especially when, when something crazy and out of, like, out of, um, what do you call that? What do you call that? Uh, out of this world. No, I would say no. This is not an out of this world type murder. It's just you don't expect you don't expect um to know to for the things to come so close. That's the thing. That's what's that what's crazy to me is that this kid used to go to the school that I teach at. And I'm like, "Wait a minute. If this kid went to the school I used to teach at and he stabbed his girlfriend in the neck to death then does that mean that like other kids from my school are gonna stab their girlfriends in the neck to death i mean i thought the kids in my school were pretty nice i don't i never thought of like i mean again i never met this kid that's the thing i never met him but he did used to go there right before i started teaching and now he's going to be known forever as a guy who stabbed his girlfriend in the neck to death. But I'm like, well, if he killed his girlfriend, then I wonder if any of the other kids in my school are going to kill anybody. Like, I hope not. I hope that they see this as an example and think better of think better upon any behavior like that. In fact, I might say something tomorrow at school. I might say, listen guys, 
I know everybody's heard about what happened with 18-year-old Zaire Crumbly. You all heard about how he stabbed his girlfriend in the neck, killing her to death. It's a horrible story. And I just want to say that that is not what we want to see. We don't want to see that type of behavior. And I really hope that you guys don't, first of all, you're too young to have girlfriends. I don't think, I think that's the first thing. I, I would like to say that if you're currently in a relationship, just break up because um, I am afraid that you guys can't handle, the, and let, let's talk about it. What happened? Now, I have not read any articles about this case. Uh, I only overheard people talking about it today. And then I did use our our sponsor Google to Google the kid's name and just see the article. Just see. Right? And then I, as I always do on the show, just make the rest up. Right? Because that's the, that's what I do. That's what I do best, really. It's like my talent. It's my, it's Ever since I was doing grading animals and making things up about animals, it turned out that I found that I had a talent. And one thing that I want to always remember is to when you're in when you're born, you your 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 God God gives you uh, gifts, right? And it's if you squander the gifts, then you're in you're like in contempt of court with God. Like, have you ever watched a, a movie where it's what do you call about that? It's like the law. Have you you know about the law? Have you ever heard of like lawyers? Well, there's also there's also law of the jungle, right? And that's a different type of law. But there's also like the same like God has a court. Maybe people don't know about this, but in heaven, God has a court. And it's see people think that you just sit around on clouds all day playing harps. That's that's part of it. That's definitely part of going to heaven. Also, but there's also like purgatory, right? And I think God works. He's a lawyer. No, he's not. The, he's the judge. But like there's some angels that, that, that are in purgatory. And everybody has to go before they... It's like the DMV for, go, for after you die. You have to go to like this hearing. And they go over everything. They have a file on everything. And um, yeah, so you're going to get judged. And you and if you are in contempt of court, of God, I don't think that you're allowed to go to heaven. I That's what I think. Um, and I think that the, I think that there's actually the rules have gotten a little stricter over the last few years. I think that like not as many people are going for heaven, so their enrollment is down. So, oh wait, I yeah. So their enrollment is down. So then they have to, um, they're they're trying to like, they're trying to get people, but you know they don't they want to they still want to make it like it's heaven. It's exclusive. So even though there's there's less people in in doing heaven, they. Applying to heaven, there's less people applying to heaven, but they're only accepting like really high quality souls. So, for instance, because in the, in in heaven, the value of a soul is like the 
is like it makes the co- it makes heaven look good. Like heaven is in that case in that part of it, heaven's kind of like a college, or at least that's how I'm making the analogy. So, all I want to say is that I am shocked and appalled, and I think that it's very, it's very. First of all, whenever I hear about murders, right? It's not. I'm not. I'm not like one of these people who's like. Like, I heard there's a lot of girls out there who's like, the first thing, whenever they hear about a bloody, gruesome murder, they're just like with all their girlfriends like, ooh, really? I want to know more. That's like, I don't know. I he- I've heard like a lot of girls now, they they have the wrong reaction to, like, this is a horrible murder of, once again, 18-year-old Zaire Crumbly, who stabbed his girlfriend in the neck uh and then she died right 16 years old and then there's video footage of him walking out of the building um and he's like he's like i don't he's like i'm just going to the the store like like no big deal i don't know i just you know like i just stabbed my girlfriend in the neck no big deal so um i think that this is i mean i I think this guy is bad, and I don't think I have to. I don't think I should be, um, you know. I don't think I'm out of out of line for saying it. I think that it's it's uncool. It's not something that I would do, or I would. I mean, I I strongly recommend people don't try to engage in those type of behaviors. So, if you're listening to this show for the first time, and you were in your life on the fence about committing what would be called like a like a murder in the neck region with stabbing then I'm um, first of all thank you for listening but second I want to I want to say that this is probably a moment where you could have some reflection why do you why was that something that you were interested in doing did you did you hear about this crime and then think that it was a cool idea? Why did you think that? Is that And then you have to think about like where's your head at? You know, like where's your head? It's attached to your neck. And then stop right there. If your first impulse was that that's a good place to do some chopping or stabbings, then you know what? You got the wrong idea, pal. You're you're in the wrong No, that's not how we're going to behave. We're going to be better than that. All right. So anyway, that's that's what I wanted to talk about for the first part of the show. And I know I went I went a little long, but you know, I th- I felt it was important. And um I know some of you might be wondering like uh do you are you, am I afraid of of uh going to work? Like if there's going to be any copycat killers. Um and I have to say no. I think the kids that go to my school now, they're pretty cool. And none of them seem like murderers to me. Um, uh, And the other thing is that I'm not going out with any of the kids at school. Remember, this was a crime of passion. The reason I told kid, the reason I think that that everyone, everyone should be, you guys should all break up because it's, you know, you never know when you're going to get in a fight and, you know, like some, I don't know what happened. Like what's a, what's a domestic dispute that, that people have often. 
I've always heard it's like a cliche of like the man leaves the toilet seat up and then the woman needing to go and pee sits down in the bowl trying to, you know, sit down and then not not finding her ass being able to rest on the 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 seat that was down dunks her whole entire ass and pussy into the 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 bowl, right? Just like sploosh and splashes and then she's sitting down in the bowl. And then what's worse, what adds insult to injury is that she's got she's now she's ass and pussy deep in the toilet bowl and what did the guy do as well well he pissed and shit in the bowl and forgot to flush so now her ass and pussy is smeared with his urine and shit now now you can understand should somebody be stabbed in the neck to death no no but you can but it it's it, now we're seeing the crime of passion because when you're standing with your pants down and you have poop another man's poop on your butt and marinated in your husband's urine well i can understand i can understand be, feeling uh you know, your blood boil, right? I can understand that, you know? And at this time, we don't know what happened in the uh, Zaire Crumbly case, if it was something like that. I I don't think so. I, I don't know what happened, but you never know. Like, you never know if it was a situation like that. So this is why, first of all, any cliche about you know, domestic disputes like putting the seat down. You got to, everybody's got to put the seat down. And and you got to, you can't leave turds and, and, and pee and pee in the bowl. Like that's just, can we, can we like have some decency across the board? Because, you know, people's lives are at stake. You know, I was, um, I was using, I actually, I was using our sponsor, for this episode is Google Chrome, which is a, a web browser that some say is one of the best browsers of all time. You can link it. You can link it to a lot of different stuff. You can link it to your credit card. You can link it to your bank account. You can link it to like your ID. You can put you can you can put your thumbprint on it and it'll like remember you everywhere. You can like scan your eyeballs. It's great. You can uh, it has you can book your flights. You can do your stock markets on it. You can do all this stuff on Google Chrome and it's free. That's right. As long as you have a computer that probably costs like two thousand dollars, maybe even a thousand dollars. You have a cell phone that's like fourteen hundred dollars or some shit. As long as you have one of those things. And you paid for that, you can get Google for free. So everybody, and the reason I bring it up is because um, I used Google to search for something, but I forgot what that was right now. So I'm going to have to fade this out. But you know what? Um, 
I forgot what the rest of that I was going to say. And I think, though, I really think we covered this. So if there's one thing that you get from this episode, you will know that uh, Zaire Crumbly, a guy who used to go to the school that I teach at, murder death killed his 16-year-old girlfriend um, in what I'm calling a crime of passion, which doesn't excuse it which doesn't excuse it. In fact, um, just because you killed somebody in a crime of passion doesn't make it right. And you don't, um, you don't score any points for that. In fact, when it's all said and done, there'll be no points scored for the, um, for the murder of, of a, an innocent 16-year-old girl. And I don't, know what, I don't know what she was doing. I don't know what happened. And it really doesn't matter. The truth is, you know, who knows what happened? But no, nothing she did uh, got to d- deserve. Nothing she got, she did uh, got the consequences that she got. She did not deserve that. She did not deserve to be stabbed in the neck to death. It's horrible, and I am not. Um, I don't like it. I'm. I'm actually. Uh, to, to be honest, the first thing I thought when I heard about this story was like, I wish this guy did not go to the school that I used that I teach at, because I feel like it it makes us look bad. Because yes, our school is for emotionally disturbed teens, but not every emotionally disturbed teen is a like a guy who stabs his girlfriend in the neck. Like I'd say, I mean, I don't think. I don't think that that's the kind of kids that they they are. In fact, now I'm, you know, but now I'm like, you know, I'm afraid that like maybe they're, you know, they're going to be like trying to like stab more people. I hope not. I, you know, that's not how, what do you do when that, when, when like, let's say everybody tomorrow, like everyone's like, oh, now we're trying to stab people in the neck, right? Well, first of all, you can't bring any weapons in school, so too bad guys unfortunately we got you there we have people patting you down and checking your bags and shit so you can't but what if they try it with a pencil right i teach i use pencils in my class i'm one of those teachers that uses pencils you know and like even if i wasn't even if i had the laptops what if they try to bonk me on the head with a laptop it's possible if i was thinking of like let's say the tables were turned and i was a student that did want to stab a teacher in the neck how would i do it right now I probably would, yeah, if I could, I would find like an object that is like a stabby type object, like um, a pencil, pen is good, right? Scissors, right? You probably use scissors, right? That's like your go-to, right? But what if I didn't have any stuff like that? I mean, my style, I always imagine if I was going to like go totally nuts, I like the idea of like throwing things like what about i always think of like what if you threw a table at somebody and they just got smothered with it that would be cool right that's like that's a cool way to that's right or what about like taking a big heavy object like a big heavy blunt object and whacking somebody with it that's what about just like a a good old-fashioned whacking see i don't know i guess in my in my mind I'm less about stabbing and more about like blunt force s- clobbering. I'm more of a clobbering. If I would say what is my murder sh- my fantasy murder style, 
I would say that I would rather clobber somebody with a heavy object. And I always think, like, you know, if I had to, push come to shove, right? I'm not going to be stabbing. My move, not stabbing anybody in the neck. That's gross. Too too much gross blood. I don't want to see that shit. Um, I think I'm much more likely to take like a 20 pound weight a 25 pound weight and just uh and just just cr- crush cave their skull in but now saying it it just it just it just sounds too it sounds too much murdery now you know murder murder stuff sounds funny to me sometimes but now when it's like a real life thing now it's like wait a minute those people actually do get killed. Like, if I take a 25-pound weight and smash somebody's skull in, they actually die. And that's not funny. Actually dying is not funny, um, especially... First off, first off that's, gr- that's terrible. That person, that person had a whole life to live, right? N- now, they're, now they're dead. That's not good. That's not how it's supposed to go. So... So actually, what I would like to see, maybe in my scenario, it looks like a 25-pound weight. It, it's like one of those, it's like a piece of foam, but painted to look like a 25-pound weight, like it's, like it's for a movie. And then you, you bonk, you clobber them in the head, and then they're like, they think for, for a second that they cl- clobbered, but then they're like, oh no, it's just, it's just a... Uh, it's just a um of a, a foam and then everybody's okay so i actually will i want to just say that i do not once again i don't think that it's good that this guy got this guy did this and i think it's a shame it's shame on shame on him for doing it <sighs> All right, we did 40, we did about 40 minutes about talking about this story, and um, let's take a look at some other shit that's happening in the news. Damn it. Let's see other shit not related to Zaire Crumbly. Let's find out, because that's what I call a chilling story um, about this guy that who, who did a, who's not cool. He's no he's no friend of mine, and I'm glad that I did not cross paths with him because I'm scared. Because remember, he's still on the loose. He is still on the loose, and he could be anywhere. The cops have no idea where he is. I repeat, nobody knows where Zaire Crumbly is. He could be on your tail. He might still... he Be warned, he might still have a stabby instrument with him. He may have an instrument that's stabby. Um, and so I would be warned. I would stay inside. I would I would really want everybody to just treat this one like quarantine for a little bit. Like, let's just remember, remember how awesome quarantine was? Remember just like staying home, not doing anything. And it was like the whole entire world was also staying home, not doing anything. And we just had like a reprieve from the world because a different killer, not a stabby kind, but like a pandemic, an existential pandemic was on the loose 
And it was everywhere. It could be hiding in your car. It could be on this handle of your door. It could be anywhere. Nobody knew. Um, a lot like Zaire Crumbly, a, 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 cold, a stone cold murderer, right? The pandemic. But then when we were home and it was like, it was cool just being home, just being home and not, and not that. And so I want everybody now that like, remember, I'm not, I'm not a bad guy. I didn't ever killed anybody. Okay. I never even would ever think of it. In fact, I would never stab anybody and I would never actually, I would never really, even though it sounded, it sounded like, like I was saying, listen, everyone does have a style push, come to shove. Here's the thing. A lot of people are going to hear this and say, you're, you're saying that you are a murderer, J caps. And I'm not, but I'm saying that if push came to shove and you had to kill somebody to survive, right? Like, let's say like you were caught by, um, like mafia guys, right? That they were, they were holding you hostage and they already had roughed you up a little bit and you were not going to make it out alive. And then you had to figure out how you were going to get out of there. Maybe you would use a gun. Maybe you would... But you had to kill your way out. The human animal, you know, has to kill to survive, right? Not killing your girlfriend in a... It, it, like Zaire Crumbly, not like that. But just um, in a different way type of killing. Like a not, like a not so... Um, like a little bit more even like the uh, the guy's going to kill you so you have to kill them first that's how that's what i'm saying and in that respect everybody has a style of killing and i was saying that my style of killing would have been blunt force trauma to the head using like a 25 pound weight but again i'm not actually going to ever do that i'm not i'm i'm what you call not a killer you know and i don't like that stuff and i don't want to do that stuff so, but the reason I brought it up was because I want for now, until Zaire Crumbly is brought to justice, I want everybody to make like quarantine and don't go anywhere. If you have to call out of work, just, I'm going to, you have to call out of work. That's what you got to do. If you, um, like you wanted to go see a concert tonight, I'm sorry, you're going to have to like give your tickets to somebody else. Like if you... If your, I would say also your kids are not allowed to go to school. Also, you're not allowed. Nobody's allowed to go anywhere, and um, I just want everybody who listens to this podcast to stay home, okay? Because it's dangerous. I don't know. I care about your safety most of all. The most, if the thing, if there's a thing that I care about most on this podcast, it's your safety, and you. I don't want you. I don't want to see you, first of all, getting stabbed in, in the neck in a crime of passion, right? First of all. But even greater than that, I don't want to see you getting like COVID really bad because I heard COVID's also on the uptick. So um, so for those two reasons, I want to um, implore everyone to make like quarantine for a little while but until this thing blows over. Um, so... There are some more news stories. Actually, let's just go J JCAP's news. Update JCAP's news. Here's the thing. What's been going on with the musical instrument? My transition to becoming a cover artist musician guy. What's up with that? What's up with that? 
so um, the cover artist thing originally started as a bit, as I remember correctly. It re- it started as a bit, and I really have been doubling down on it by practicing songs, selling a bunch of my instruments, getting an expensive instrument, and what's the new um, developments in this story? Well, I'll tell you. A new development in this story is that I went and got my guitar set up at my guitar guy. My my guitar guy. So what happened is I went I went to get a setup. You know I know that we were talking earlier about a setup and punchline uh, earlier, but a setup and punchline is is a is a joke and to a larger extent storytelling device. Whereas a setup is a thing that you need to do to your guitar. Because here's. A little fact, a little unknown fact. So some of you guys might think that you can go to a guitar store, right? And you can buy a nice guitar and then you're done. You just bring it home, play it, and it's done, right? You're just like, done deal, right? That's what you think? Is that what you think? Well, if that's what you think, then it just goes to show that you're what's known as a total fucking moron. Because if you buy a guitar from a store... It actually sucks. The The instrument itself actually is a piece of shit. And that goes for the cheapest ass uh, Squire, cheapo, fake um, Fender guitars, all the way up to the expensive ass Rickenbacker that I got, right? Because what you don't know is that the guitar, every guitar that's sold in any store, this is the truth. Every single guitar that's sold sounds like shit in the store, right? Even if it's kind of in tune, that guitar sucks. So basically, all guitars, all instruments, all stringed instruments sound like shit, actually. And the reason that you can't tell is because you have bad ears. You just can't tell. You can't tell. Like, you think your instrument's in tune. Guess what, dickhead? It's not. It's actually not in tune. How about that? How do you like that? But the real... If you're if you're, if you're, you're an OG, like me, I'm an OG when it comes to music, right? And if you're, if you're one of the real ones, right, you know that you need to get your instrument set up. You need to go, so, you need to, go to a guy and get that shit set up. And what you, what that means is there are these guys, right? There is it's like a it's like um they're like wizards. There's like these wizard guys who who work on stringed instruments. Some call them luthiers, but actually luthiers means they build the guitars from scratch. But it's all these type of guitar guys, right? And they usually work in like a garage or they usually have a shop. And they have the, what they're going to do is they're going to look they're going to actually look at the instrument and and look and look at it with a microscope and they're going to look at it with a magnifying glass and they're going to actually find out that when you thought the fretboard was flat nah dude it's in a fucking complete spiral you didn't even realize that cuz you're so stupid you can't even tell this shit and they're going to like find out that like 
all the frets were put in wrong, right? They're put, put in backwards, upside down. It's not even supposed to be like that. They're going to find out that the tuners are actually all like, they're made out of chiclets. They don't even fucking actually be, belong on the guitar. And they're going to find out that where the strings like go into the bridge part, it's actually disconnected. It's actually the strings weren't even connected to the bridge the whole time. And they're going to find out all this shit. Your guitar sucks. You just bought this guitar. It's fucking garbage, dude. This is bullshit. But they're going to set it up. They're going to get rid of all of that shit. They're going to smooth out those frets. They're going to like unbend the, the fucking... It's, they're going to just do all of this stuff that you wouldn't have known. And can you believe that? Can you believe this shit? Every single place. If you look at all these people buying guitars willy-nilly from like... Guitar Center, Sam Ash, all these fucking places, then all these people, these suckers, these suckers going home with guitars that aren't even set up, fucking going home thinking that they're like, oh, I'm a fucking rock star now. This shit sounds like garbage, dude. They don't even know. So anyway, I had, I have a guy, I, great, one of the, one of the best, one of the best dudes. This guy is like, you know how he, you know how you know he's good? He has... He has glasses that like magnify his eyes like three times. So his eyes look like they're bugging out. But then he also wears he wears the top magnifier goggles on top of that with the light on the front. So you know this guy is looking at that shit super close, right? So um so that I got my man on the case and he I brought my guitar in, and he was, like, looking at the thing one and over, and he was just like, these guys have all these gadgets, man. They have all these gadgets and gizmos. They have a thing that, like, measures the thickness of the string. Like, you can click it on top of the string, and he's like, he's like, oh, you're using a, you're using a 12-gauge on this? Oh, you got to use an 11-gauge. How about you use these 11-gauges with the different middle string? How about that? And then I'm like, yo, dude, you're fucking, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You obviously, you're obviously know what you're talking about. Stop flexing, dude. Guy's like, oh, so are you using this? He's like, oh, are you use, how, how do you feel about these, 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 uh, um, these frets don't look so sanded to me. I better stand some of these off. And I'm like, yo, dude, you sand the shit out of this. You can do what the fuck you want, man. I don't, I brought one guitar to him one time. And I and I had it, and I I didn't really like the way it sounded, and he made that thing perfect. I it's like I couldn't believe how good that guitar was. I still sold it because I didn't like how the guitar actually sounded. Like it's it's um pickups. Pickups, by the way, is a is a guitar term for the. It's basically like the electronic receptors that like suck the sound into the amplifier. So you might wonder like how um uh how amps work. Like you have an electric guitar, what does that mean? The strings, right, right? And then what happens is the pickups is actually sucking it's sucking off the sound right off of the the string and then feeding it into the the amplifier. And the amplifier so that's what a pickup does. And I had these pickups on the one that he fixed. The pickups were garbage. They sound like shit. So that was the reason. But the thing was that when he fixed the guitar so that it was enjoyable to play, it was really great. But I was just like, I just hate the way this thing sounds. But the guitar that I'm getting fixed up now, 
Sounds great. I love that guitar. I can't wait till it gets back because it's going to be wild. I can't wait. That guy's going to set it up so good. So if you have a guitar at home, yeah, chances are that shit ain't set up. And what you got to do is you got to stop what you're doing. I would say stop the podcast right now and look up a guitar setup guy and bring your guitar in because it's like I don't think that you even know how to play guitar. You don't even know what, what it could be. But once you do this, it's going to really make a huge difference and you're going to be a better person for it, you know, because like you're going to finally hear and feel what the music should really sound like. So anyway, so that's what's going on with me, really. Um, And then let's let's just check out. um, Let's just check out the actual news. There's some news stories. so I'm just going to really run through real quick. Oh, yeah, this is something I wanted to talk about. Have you guys heard about this guy? Um, let's just just say, let's just say, okay, uh, let's go. FTX. Do you heard about this guy, FTX? He actually got arrested in the Bahamas. So... This guy, FTX. Have you heard of this guy, FTX? His name is Sam Brankman-Fried. Okay. So there's this guy. Gross-looking dude. Gross. He's fucking... The fat face, first of all. He has stupid hair. And he looks like he does not take care of himself. He's like a real... a, A guy who just looks like garbage. But what happened was, this guy was doing... You know what were those things called? Memes? What was that thing called? Like FTXs? I think they were called. This guy invented FTXs. So FTX was this thing called. It was like a meme. They were selling memes last month or something like that. I don't know what they were doing. They were doing. This guy was what called a crypto billionaire, right? And he, I don't remember what happened. So a few months ago, people were like investing in. What was it called? Um, they were going. Oh, Jesus Christ. I hate. Honestly, this is the kind of part where I hate looking at the news because I don't really know what's going on in it. And it's not clear. Like, like for instance, with the Zaire Crumbly case, I knew of that kid because I used he used to go to the school where I've heard his name a bunch of times. But like when it gets to this Sam Bankman Freed thing and. He invented FTXs and he's like trying to do basically like there was a meme. There was like all these memes that you could buy for like they were doing it like investing, but it was like memes and it was very popular for a while. And you could also get Bitcoin with it. And also I'm trying to remember what the thing was called. Um GameStop. That's what I was trying to think of. He a lot of these people who did this stuff was also into GameStop. For some reason, GameStop, even though it's like a shitty retail store for video games, a lot of people, for some reason, was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to invest in that. That sounds good, right? So those dumbasses bought FTXs, and FTXs were just memes. They were not even real things. So... Right off the top, like, if you bought it, then you're a stupid moron and, like, you know, obviously you're going to get ripped off because you're a fucking brainless moron. That's what um, that's what this guy Sam Bankman-Fried did. He 
was the big he scammed all these dudes but then he tried to like then what happened was he was scamming all these dudes and then he i don't know like he i guess like a lot of people also were like oh i guess we could also get in on the scam anyway he ripped a bunch of people off and then he like ran away and then what happened was sam bank and freed um he he was actually in a polyamorous relationship, which is, it sounds cool, right? It sounds like, oh, polyamorous relationship. That means two women want to fuck you at once. And it sounds cool. Like, what are you watching? You're watching porn and you're like, oh, yeah, it, it's going to be like a girl is going to suck your dick and another girl is going to kind of just like rub her ass while you're getting your dick sucked. Or you're going to like, be kissing a woman, but you're going to be getting your dick sucked by somebody else, a, a different girl, right? You think it's like, oh, that's that's going to be pretty cool. But actually, in the case of Sam Bankman-Fried, I think that he had like two real beastly looking girls. And I don't know that they were even doing much fucking at all. In fact, I think what happened was um, he... Uh, actually had his whole ass and balls got dunked in a toilet bowl while it had the girls, both girls' shit and piss in it. Um, And then they left the toilet seat up because they knew he liked it. But then he sits down to pee and gets his ass filled with shit. And so what happened was he ended up stabbing both of those girls in the neck and murdered them. In in a in a pa- in a passion in a rage of passion, um, in the Bahamas, and that's where the cops finally caught up with him, and arrested him on criminal charges of of murder, as well as ripping people off on NFTs. All right, guys, thank you so much. Um, yeah. Uh, this has been a really uh, fun show. Hopefully uh, you enjoy it. And if this is the first time you're listening, well, uh, thank you for listening to the end. And uh, spoiler alert.